I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. is the bathroom product update that Donnie specifically was waiting for. Yeah, well, I, I don't know that I was specifically waiting for it, but it just seems to make sense because uh changed some stuff up, I think, for the for the better. Honestly, the first uh, note we have, have we switched up the toothbrush holder since we yeah. potted last? Wow. Yeah, I made that toothbrush holder <clears throat> a couple months ago, wow. I guess. Um, it feels like we've had it for much longer than a couple months. So that's really? maybe why I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess oh, that makes sense because we had the gold metal one, which was an upcycle from your office. Correct. When you went and got all your stuff. Yeah. Then that got weird. Yes. Because it wasn't meant for bathrooms. So it wasn't particularly waterproof in any way besides like being metal. But then it got rusty and it got rusty on the counter. Yeah. Because as we, I think, it discussed in part, uh, the bathroom is just like very damp. Yeah. All the time. Can't do anything about it. Um, and the thing that gets me the most about toothbrush holders is like, obviously you rinse off your toothbrush once you're done using it, but the bristles, <laughs> but the bristles are still pretty wet. So then like whatever dampness occurs just sort of settles at the bottom of the toothbrush holder, which I find to be particularly <laughs> gross. Wow. <laughs> just like that. That was gross. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> And so I've been trying to combat that problem in a variety of ways. And the reason that I went for that pen cup was because it was mostly open. Mm. So it wasn't really like containing that moisture, but it did contain moisture because everything in there contains moisture. Yeah, it seemed like it would have good airflow. Perhaps it did, but it wasn't enough to deal with our bathroom. So my inspo actually for this project was I was on Etsy looking for toothbrush holders as I have in Mm. the past. And I found this company out of New Hampshire, um, which will make sense in a moment once I describe their product. I'll link it in the show notes. New Hampshire? (laughs) Yeah. Well, so they make toothbrush holders out of granite scraps. Mm. That's pretty cool. Very New Hampshire. Yeah. The base is a piece of granite with like a little divot in it so that the toothbrushes will sort of sit. And then um, a piece of metal that sort of like comes out of the granite and then is looped Mm -hmm. so that it holds the toothbrushes toothbrushes plural is weird because you want it to be teeth brush but it's like not you know (laughs) um so the could be the metal holds the toothbrushes and toothbrush yeah and you can get some like for multiple toothbrushes i think there's like one two and four that you can get but don't quote me on that and then the end of it is a piece of river rock so that you don't just have like a wow. sharp piece of metal sticking out it is a particularly bougie tooth- toothbrush holder yeah it's very i almost bought one but it's a little rustic for <laughs> our aesthetic i think wow. and also they tell you like you can't pick your specific materials because it's made out of scrap so like whatever they have on hand at the time is what they give you which obviously makes a lot of sense but for me it's like i think there is some granite that would work for our aesthetic and some that wouldn't and not being able to pick is sort of like too risky for Mm. me Mm -hmm. and i sort of felt like maybe i could make something like this 
So I took a piece of oven baked clay and I used all two ounces or whatever came in the tiny packet. And mm-hmm. I just sort of like shaped it into like a rectangle mostly. Yeah. With a wee divot in the middle. Boing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was super like not difficult. It was not specific in any way i just sort of like shaped it with my hands to what looked good and i brought two toothbrushes out and made sure that they fit and then i used some leftover floral wire to make the part that holds them Mm -hmm. and um i'm not sure exactly what sort of metal the one on etsy is made out of but it looks very strong and firm because they have one piece very new hampshire (laughs) yeah well one piece like comes up out of the granite and then it ends, obviously, sort of like floating in the air with the river rock. Wow. But because I was using floral wire, I actually have ours like go back into the base mm. so that it has a little bit more structure. And so I took the floral wire and I put two loops in it and then I have it coming back down into the base because obviously we have two toothbrushes. Um, And then before I baked the clay, I stuck the floral wire into it so there would be two holes for it to go into. Um, I would say part of me wants to glue it in, um, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Actually, there's like no reason I haven't glued it in yet, except I don't really want to deal with glue right now. (laughs) And I don't know if that's just me being lazy or what, but, um, yeah, those are my feelings. It was very easy to do. It was very like low budget so yeah that that was the toothbrush holder i would say i mean we still get like all of that runoff you know like it didn't go away and every so often i do have to like rinse it off um but that that's just what it is i guess like we're about to talk about something else too where the um the moisture in the bathroom just absolutely destroys our lives at all times so i don't know if there's a way honestly to combat that problem except to just keep trying stuff off yeah yeah that's fair i hear the gluing thing i think it's pretty fine though to have it just be how it is because it doesn't really come out too often honestly when we move it to clean is the most uh, precarious yeah it's not a thing that needs like a lot of structure i guess no one's life is in danger because it's not glued in (laughs) you know is this so we're about to segue into the bath mat is the bath mat a dampness thing that was so the reason i replaced the bath mat this is the only thing i replaced in the apartment while you were hiking that's true um which is impressive you also texted me that you thought i might be really weirded out by it which was yeah which is odd I, i was surprised in part because i didn't know what possibly you could weird me out with in terms of replacing a bath mat well it's an odd product yeah do you feel weirded out no, I actually okay. really like it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Huge fan. So. Would recommend. I, I replaced the bath mat because, honestly, I was, like, itching to do something, you mm-hmm. know, um, as I do while you're hiking. Yeah. And one thing that I noticed was that we've had the same bath mat from Target for, like, five years or yeah, something. Yeah, very long time. Um, and it was starting to get dingy. Like, we washed it a lot, but it was just we we had had it for a long time, and as I mentioned, um, the moisture in the bathroom is just, like, overwhelming. Yeah. Um, especially at times of year when it's, like, particularly humid and the heat isn't on, so stuff isn't getting dried out that much. Um, 
Like, to the point that we've talked about getting dehumidifiers. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like, sometimes... This is gross. I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. But, like, sometimes, like, you go to shower the next day and the towels haven't completely dried out, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, okay, what if we could, like, remove one thing from the bathroom that isn't going to dry out fully? Mm -hmm. Is that going to help the situation at all? And so Ed had recommended this bath mat to me several times, actually. He has one. Mm -hmm. Um... It's called a bath stone, Hmm. and it's from Dorai Home. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. I'm not sure that's how you say their brand name, but that's just how I said it. Um, There are a lot of vowels. And basically, it's not made of stone, but it does look like stone, sort of. Um, It's made of... Well, okay, let's describe it. It is a rectangle mm-hmm. of a um, rigid product. Wow, that was very well described, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it has um, some grooves in it to collect water. Mm-hmm. And the way that it works is it's made of diatomaceous earth, which are the fossilized exoskeletons of microorganisms, which is something I know because it's um, a material you can use for planting, for like killing pests mm-hmm. in gardens. Um but apparently they're shaping them into these, like, um, they're eco-friendly, quote-unquote. They don't really substantiate that claim in any particular way. Mm. Um, like It's made of dirt, so it must be eco-friendly. Yeah. Um, and super absorbent yeah. bath mats. Um, and that's their, like, claim is basically, like, you cannot super saturate this bath mat. It will dry almost instantly. Um, and so that is sort of their like competitive advantage. And so I was thinking to myself, well, if it does dry that quickly, at least we'll get some of this moisture out of the bathroom. Right. It's also a particularly like sleek and modern look. And we all know how I feel about the aesthetic of the bathroom. And I was like, well, maybe we can sort of like modernize this vibe yeah. by bringing in this bath stone. Mm. So I'm interested to hear that you, like, very much love it, because that's not a review I had heard previously. From me? Yeah. I don't know that we've spent a lot of time speaking about it, but you were just like, this is fine. I'm not that weirded out. I feel like I told you that I very much liked it, oh. but you have in your head that I think it is very weird. Mm. But yeah, I no. mean, that's wholly possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell well, the people how you feel. Well, yeah. Maybe I said it was fine because I was trying to uh, assuage, assuage mm-hmm. uh, your concerns. Assuage. Assuage. Um, so I came home and I didn't really know what to expect because I wasn't sure if it was going to be like a weird design thing. Um, and then I saw that it was a stone and I was like, huh, well, not like a stone stone. We've been over what it is. Di- diatomaceous <laughs> earth. Diatomaceous earth. Uh, and I was like, well, that's odd, but cool. Uh, and then I showered as one does and was really pretty pleasantly surprised. Honestly, I didn't think it was going to work. I thought it was going to be pretty gimmicky. Um, <laughs> that was my expectation heading in. I was like, I don't know about this shit. Uh, but it worked really well. Uh, I am someone who generally, in all instances, prefers very firm things, very soft things when it comes to like like sleeping. Mm. Um, like shoes. I like shoes that are like flat-soled uh, so you can really feel the impact, not like these layers of gel and shit and so this kind of fits that vibe it's kind of nice to step for me onto something that is a uh, rigid to use okay. jordan's language uh, out of the shower it really does just just suck it right up the water it like that's true, yeah. it dries very fast yeah i think it looks pretty nice too that's about it that's the review i think it's really yeah, i think it's really nice i honestly like now when i think about the squishy 
target guy that was just like always saturated <laughs> and a little bit grossed out that we let it go mm. for as long as we did. Yeah, I think that um, it feels sanitary for sure. Yeah. Um, it also, it does work exactly like they say it will. Yeah. I guess my, the drawbacks in my mind mm-hmm. are that A, it did not solve our aesthetic problem. I feel that it looks I'm like... I'm not sure if that's a failing of the product. Well, <laughs> I don't know that it's a failing of the product either, but I'm just saying that like now there's sort of like a starker contrast for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that. And then also you have to put like a... Um, sort of like a rug pad underneath it that separates it from the ground to aid it in like drying out. Oh yeah, that is true. Um, and it comes with it, so it's not like something extra that you need to buy, like the rug pads for our rugs. But I find that sometimes it like moves around a little. It's not slippery when you step on it, yeah. but like just from use, like sometimes the rug pad will peek out from underneath, and that is very annoying to me personally. And I feel like I spend a good amount of time like moving it back. Um, and also, interestingly, the way you, like, get stains out of it is by sanding it. Yeah. And they give you a piece of sandpaper for that purpose. And when I got it, I was like, I'm never going to use this. Like, what is happening right now? And then I immediately dropped a bar of soap on it and did need to sand it. <laughs> and yeah. I think um, what I have sort of come to in that respect is that the thing is never going to be 100% perfect. Like, it's not a river rock you know it's like a bath mat and we step on it and there's like soap and whatever else is going on in the bathroom like i don't even know where like dust and other detritus <laughs> comes from in our life but like you know it's it's not perfect like when it was shipped to us and it's also like clean and fine yeah you know that's fair yeah, but saying. you can't clean it like you would another hard surface in your bathroom because it soaks up water so quickly that you're never just like wetting it down. Yeah, yeah, the cleaning thing I think is is a fair point, and that it really held the stain of the soap. Yeah, like very. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It was like very apparent, but I don't want to yeah. say apparently. Like very starkly. That's not a thing I can say either, huh? Hmm. Vividly. Vividly. Yeah. Is uh, it was there the stain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, I tried, like for a while, I tried to like step directly on it coming out of the shower <laughs> to see if it would work, but then eventually Jordan just had to sand it. Yeah. Um, which it did come right out after it was sanded. Yeah, it did. Did work as promised. So, yeah, it's a it's a cool product. I like it a lot. Um, they also make a bunch of other shit too, right? They make yeah, they make kitchen stuff coasters. Um, you can get a drying rack that has, like, basically one of the bath stones underneath it. Mm, that's kind of cool. Um, which, it is interesting. I thought about it for a second, but the drying rack that comes with it is quite small and would not be useful for our needs. So mm-hmm. it's sort of um, difficult for us, but it might be better for someone who does have a dishwasher and, like, hand washes some stuff sometimes. Um, I think they have, like, mats for going under pet food bowls. Yeah, cute. Yeah. Nice. So the other thing that we got, that's not a new company, but a new thing, we got new linen towels because ours had just been around for a while. Well, so remember how in the kitchen I was like, I will not have striped white towels. But then I thought for some reason that that would work in the bathroom because mm-hmm. like you're only ever like, wa- like drying off your clean hands. Well, I don't know what our problem is or 
Yeah, I don't know what our problem is. <laughs> but those towels got really dingy, like, right where we dried our hands. You could tell, like, where we most often dried our hands. Yeah. Because of the white stripes. And I finally just got, like, really sick of it. Mm-hmm. And Helen Milan, which is where we buy those linen towels, just started stocking um, solid colored versions. Because the reason we had bought the stripes in the first place was because we wanted them to be separate from the kitchen towels. Mm -hmm. So in the kitchen, we have, like, beige and gray solid towels. Right. And then we had striped bathroom towels. But now we have solid blue and green bathroom towels. So there is division, but there are no stripes. Correct. So it's not like a new product. It's just a new version of that product to solve a problem we were creating for ourselves. Yeah. I would say an interesting thing, these seem to be like shedding in a way that either the others didn't or they did and we didn't notice because they were mainly like white threads. But every so yeah. often we get like little, just like a snowfall of like tiny threads. <laughs> I feel like it's been less as we've washed them more though. Yeah. So hopefully that does stop. But like this is my thought about dust just in general. It's like what's, <laughs> we're all constantly in a state of decay, everyone and everything. Wow. Uh, that note, Jordan got some washcloths. <laughs> so, um, I've never been a washcloth user. Like, after my parents stopped bathing me was when I stopped using washcloths. We're really taking it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rewind, baby Jordan. <laughs> we used to be super into loofahs, but now in my adulthood, I not like you and me, but like my family, I guess. Right. Um but now that I'm an adult, especially, like, in our bathroom, the idea of having a loofah that's just, like, always in the bathtub and, like, never washed, like, feels very gross to me. Yeah, I feel like loofahs in general had a moment when we were growing up. That's true. You could always, like, whenever you got, like, a care package for someone, you always mm-hmm. got, like, a dollar loofah out of that, like, bin at Target. Yeah. You know? Yep. There were a lot of colors. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's not really for me. And I found out that it's like a cultural thing mm. that people talk about. Um, and I was like, oh, I wonder like if, if I should be a washcloth user. But it's also like I don't want to generate that amount of laundry for myself. I don't know. It was like very back and forth for a while. Yeah. And then someone did get me <laughs> like a gift that included a washcloth. But it was like a, it was like a body towel. Mm. Um. Which, like, imagine something, like, the width of a washcloth, like, maybe six inches, Okay. would you say? Sure. But it's, like, three feet long. Mm. And I liked this a lot because it means you can get that weird part of your back by, like, <laughs> shimmying back and forth. Jordan is uh, doing the movement right now, and I wish this was a vlog <laughs> for moments like this. Um... But I only got one of them, and that is obviously not, like, a super sanitary situation. So I just bought myself some new ones um, so that I have enough for the whole week for us to do laundry. Mm. And the ones that I bought myself are from Meow Meow Tweet, which it's weird because this is not a product they make. It's a product they stock. They're generally, like, an organic, like... um, not cosmetics, but, like, skincare company. Mm, Like, they do, like, organic deodorants and lip balms and stuff like that. Um, So this is, like, I guess an adjacent product. But the ones I got are made out of, like, a special Japanese type of paper that 
can get wet but also can be composted but mm. also can't be composted in city compost but uh. like could have been composted in regular compost so i don't know that's gonna be a problem eventually um yeah but i like them because they're like slightly exfoliating and i feel like i don't know um i guess i'm not getting like more clean but I, I feel satisfied with the cleanliness that i achieve when i use them cool it's kind of interesting. i didn't know they were made out of paper i knew they were compostable i remember you telling me that but i didn't know it was like a paper product yeah hmm. I, I try really hard on these things especially like so i think the more i um i do this sort of like sustainable product thing i'm most interested in like where things are made and by whom mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. end of life for the product because those seem to be two big pain points um and so i try really hard to find stuff that's end of life is like as landfill adjacent as possible mm-hmm. makes sense yeah then uh i don't know are you ready to talk about bathroom plant or is it uh oh my god yeah, um, so I've been trying to have a bathroom plant in a hanging planter in the window in the bathtub. It's not in the bathtub, it's in the shower. I don't know why I said bathtub. Just like floating like little rubber ducky. <laughs> well, the window is like in inside the shower enclosure. Yeah. Um, which I thought would be good for something that likes a lot of humidity. Mm-hmm. Because... One would think. Yeah, the bathroom is full of humidity. Um... And it's been a disaster. Yeah. The whole time. It's not been good. It's also confusing because that's one of our two eastern windows, which are the best windows for plants in the house. But it's like uh, fogged in, like purposely to prevent people from seeing it. So I don't know if that messes with the light. You know. That's possible. We've had um, a maidenhair fern in there, which almost ruined my life. And then. Two eucalyptus plants, and all of it has just, like, bitten the dust. Yeah. So, um, still working on that, not giving up on that dream, though I was looking at the eucalyptus today thinking, do I just need to throw this out because it may be dead? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look very alive. No, it doesn't look super alive. Um, so, yeah, that that is ongoing. I, I, it could be a light issue, for sure. Yeah. Um, because it just can't be a humidity issue. Right. But it's also, I, I'm not a daily water of plants, so maybe I'm not watering them with enough regularity. Mm. Like maybe I need to put something in there that really doesn't need a ton of water. So, um, yeah, more to come. TK. On that front. Yeah, that's about it. I think. Can't think of anything else going on there. For now. For now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.